We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Boston makes a trade. They acquire Tyler Bertuzzi from the Red Wings, who have sold off a couple pieces. They also extended Dylan Larkin. For big money. $8.7 million per year. Yeah. Is he a better player than Tage Thompson? I compared him to... I compared Dylan Cousins to him the other day. Dylan Cousins... I, I'm not... Is this crazy? Could I argue Dylan Cousins is as good as Dylan Larkin? Dylan Larkin's career high in points is 73. He's going to break that this year if he keeps playing. He's got 57 in 59 games. Cousins does? No. Oh, Larkin. Larkin. He's, he's, he's about a point a game this year. Yeah, for cousins. Guy, cousins right now is on pace for seventy-five in his age. What's he? Twenty-one in his age twenty-one season. Dylan Larkin had sixty-three points. Okay, and they by the way play very similar styles, like super fast, all around, can offensive, defensive, good hands, good to, like just kind of really good at everything. Yeah. Real quick thing on the Sabers. Which game would it have been? I've been off for a couple days, so I missed the Columbus game. Before that, they good, beat good somebody you. in the afternoon. Who they beat in the afternoon? They beat the Capitals. Okay, was that the game where Krebs went? Yeah, seven to four. Seven. What was the game before that? Um, before that was the Panthers. They won that game too. Yep. When was that? Friday, Saturday. That was Friday. Friday night. Anderson big game, forty yeah. or fifty-one saves. Whatever game it was, I forget. But I tweeted out about Peyton Krebs. You want to talk about again? Like another credit to Granado. Krebs was not cracking the lineup and not contributing earlier in the year. Right. And now he's a nice player. Yeah. And he's a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Peyton Krebs yes. is crazy. Yes. In the good way. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, right. No, in a good way. In the good way. Where, uh oh, something's going on. Who's in there? Oh, that's Krebs. Yep. You can't, he's small enough to where he could be in the middle of a pile, and you don't, like, you can kind of tell, there's a saber in there. Who is it? Stirring everything up. It's probably Krebs. And he's just, his mouth is going, and he's looking back like, somebody wrote to me, and I thought it was a great thing to say about Krebs. Let me see if I can find it here. After after I said it, like, Krebs, he's been fun to watch. Cousins and Krebs have both really taken big strides this year, Cousins especially. But with Krebs, I gotta find it. It was such a good tweet. Okay, here you go. Mike wrote to me after I said, like, it's it's cool to see Peyton Krebs settling into the role as the team psycho. Yeah. Mike wrote in, he plays like he has zero idea he's not six foot four, two forty. He's like a beagle that thinks he's a Rottweiler. Nobody tell him. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what makes him so like it's fun. He's fun to watch. All right. He, he by the way is not I would have assumed he was first on the team in penalty minutes. He's second. Do you know who first is? Um Krebs has forty two. This player has seventy two. First on the team in penalty minutes is going to be Yoki Haru. Nope. I feel like he just hooks a lot. Yoki Haru. That's a that's a bad guess. That's Isn't not Darlene? 22. Darlene has 72 penalty minutes Okay, that year. doesn't make much sense. I just felt like Yoki Haru. I, I, I see him in the box all the time. That's right. Is there like a misconduct in there for Darlene at some point? There has to be. Either way, you're right on Krebs. Krebs also, last thing on him, 
He's only got 18 points on the season. So, like, offensively, he hasn't been doing that. But the the surprise on him has been he's been playing on a, a gritty line all year, right? Like, by far, his two his two most common line mates are Kyle Oposo and Zemgus Gjergensen's. And he's actually been a really good two-way center, right? Like, he's been playing a role I would have never in a million years thought would be how he'd provide value. But... He is, as like the, the defensive specialist centerman, like he's actually done a really good job at that. 803-0550-1888-552-550. So the trap, I, I mentioned to yeah, you. Yeah, the trap. The trap that I see a few falling into. Well, is... I, I asked you, like, if they don't do anything and they, everything's organic, like how long is reasonable to expect them to take to be a okay. Stanley Cup contender, not just bubble playoff yep. team? and here's your answer. Well, you know, Boston, Tampa, these teams have just traded away all their first-round picks, so like three, two, three years, they're not going to be that good. You should never plan for that. You should never plan for, well, another team's window's going to close. It's going to fall off. How long ago should that have happened to Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh had like five years ago. They had like three windows. Yeah. And they picked in the first round three times in a decade. This was supposed to be Boston's fall-off year. Right. They're going to set, set the NHL record in wins. Right. Toronto, when's Toronto going to get bad? We know they can restack their deck and reset basically everything because they have so many unrestricted free agents. What, they're just going to be bad? Right. I don't think so. Tampa? You're telling me that the teams, the, these organizations that have run exceedingly well are just going to all of a sudden start to be bad? The thing that's going to make them fall off, in part, is you. You have to get better. Right. You have to challenge them. So I don't want to do any sort of planning for... Well, I wouldn't do this now because, you know, now's not the time. Should, like, New Jersey, should Timo Meyer, should they really trade for Timo Meyer considering the Bruins and the Hurricanes and the East is loaded? Uh, you are here, you're, you're, in a, you're in a tournament. Go win it. If you think you can win it, win it. Flags fly forever, right? Did they pay a big price? I don't know. They paid a first-round pick, probably a nice prospect, and a bunch of, I've got a new thing, by the way. I've been telling yeah. you that fourth-round picks are mail-in rebates for dish soap. Yes. Third round picks are a dozen donuts. That's what I'm going with. That a dozen donuts. Do- third round pick is a dozen donuts. I feel like that's a lot more valuable than a re- people yeah, like is. people like a dozen donuts that, a lot more right. than like a rebate on dish soap. That they do. Okay, but, but at the end of the day, how valuable is it? It's not much more. Not really that valuable. Yeah, it's about the same. Yep. Like, hey, I'll give you a dozen donuts for the right to Eric Portillo. Okay, that sounds yeah. good. If the Sabers were offered a dozen donuts instead of the third round pick. You tell me they wouldn't get the same return? Like, right. it's a third-round pick. Well, I don't need them to do this now, especially now that there's no players that are available. Aren't we going to be disappointed, though, if they enter next season without some type of substantial substantial move? I mean, goalie, they're going to have to do something. Yes. So that's going to have to happen. If they don't, it would be malpractice. Yeah, yeah. but the rest of the roster. Like, would, would people be upset if they don't do something that moves the meter? First-round pick for a player? I mean, I felt like they were going to trade a first-round pick for a player for a decade, and it's never happened. Right. They could have done it for Cam Fowler instead of taking Alex Nylander. Didn't. Because, of course, you can never part with those picks. Right. I mean, anyway. Depends where they're picking, too, right? Like, if they're... Nylander, for that example, they were eighth, Eighth. right? So, might be a little harder to part with a top-ten pick, whereas if the Sabres are picking... 15th, 
Like that that doesn't sound like a big difference, but by the percentages, that is a major, major difference. Yep. And you're like Ottawa, like a lot of these teams now are starting to take the Tampa approach, which is Julian Breeze while putting words to it of these picks aren't that valuable. Yeah, he, so he I'm, nailed it. I'm going all in. His quote after trading for He what, traded a first, a second, a third, a fourth, and a fifth for Tanner Jeanneau from yeah. Nashville. And he said at the end of the day, I know there's a perceived value of those picks, but we have a really good idea of what the actual value of those picks are. Individually, you can go, what's that first-round pick worth? What's the second-round pick? And so forth and so on. When we look at what's worth, what it's worth to us, based on the odds, I'd rather have the good player right now for this season and next to help this group win right now because I know what the odds are of those picks turning into players. I know the odds are of those picks turning into players that can help us win while we have this group in their prime, ready to go. The odds of that are zero. None of these picks are going to help. None of the players we were going to draft with those picks are going to help us win this year or next or probably the year after that. So when you put it into that context and you frame it that way, it ends up being a pretty easy easy decision. Yeah. And, and Toronto is and, acting accordingly, and, and Boston is acting accordingly. The, and ne- the next step is for him to say, not even that these picks might not help this year or next, it's to say, ever. Right, the ever. chances that your third-round pick ever helps you right. are not exactly strong. Right. The only thing I would say about the Sabres and like the timeline and whatnot is you trade those picks, like you only have them once, right? It's currency. And just because I don't want all of the picks spent on prospects because I could take years and all those guys can't sign anyway. You can spend them on other things though. So you have to decide what's the right time to cash in. What's the right time to trade this first round pick and for what? And I I think any point during the, this season, but once we, once you really figured out, okay, they got this figured out. They got a core group. They're in a playoff race. At any point from now on, I think it is completely reasonable for this team to part with a first-round pick. I think yeah. they are now, it is more than defendable for them to be one of the teams, like Ottawa and Detroit. Ottawa and Detroit. I know Detroit is selling a little bit here, but they bought in the offseason. Those teams are making moves to start pushing Boston and Tampa and Toronto. And the Sabres will do that some organically. Power is probably going to get insanely good. In the next couple of years. He's already insanely good. But, man, like he could be a top five defenseman next year. Like That that could be improvement you have organically. And you, Quinn, tra- and you traded him away today for, I did for trade him away. Connor McDavid. <laughs> Quinn could go you. from 11 goals to 30. <laughs> and I don't think it would be that stunning. So there can be some improvement. But, man, like you would have a surety that you're going to get that improvement if you do it these trade routes that we're talking about. Or even, like, little bit free agency. I don't need them building their team through free agency, but Matt Dumba's 28 years old. If they sign him to a five-year contract in the offseason, that's another way to do it. But something of that sort, I think I'm going to want to see in this offseason. On top of the goaltender move. Because I think they have to make a goalie move by the start of next year. Have to. 803-0550. We're talking about the trade deadline. The Bruins... Traded for Tyler Bertuzzi in Detroit, retained 50% of the salary. It was for a first-round, top-ten protected pick. Man, the East is an arms race. Yeah, it is. Except for Carolina. So far. Deadline is tomorrow. Hey, speaking of um, fun races to watch, in the Premier League, Everton could really go down. They just missed last year and stayed up. There are only six clubs that have never been relegated out of the Premier League. 
They are one of the six. You know the other five? Um, the other five. Liverpool. Yep. Never been relegated. Since Man- this is since 1992, the creation of the Premier League. Okay. Manchester United. Correct. Um, how many more are there? You got three more. Tottenham. Yep. It's, City has been down. So they're not one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Chelsea, I think, has been down. Maybe not. Chelsea. Chelsea went down and No, never in the Premier League. They did okay. go... Before the Premier before League? Before the Premier League, they were relegated, but not in the Premier League. So okay. Chelsea is right, and the last one is Arsenal. And the last one is Arsenal. The last time Everton was relegated... 1800s? 1951. From the top flight. And they could go down. Don't you have to root for it? I uh, think so. Uh, like, but don't show, you have to root show, for it? Shope is an Everton supporter, and I he know. wants them to go down just because he thinks it'd be the most interesting thing that's ever happened to them. That's <laughs> probably right. Instead of finishing eighth every year. Be caller five at 221-4WGR. That's 221-4947 to win a four-pack of tickets for one-day admission to the Western New York Sport and Travel Expo. It's coming to the fairgrounds in Hamburg March 10th through the 12th. Book your dream hunt or get fishing and hunting gear at special show prices. There's more information at WNYSportsShow.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.